0: Hi, everybody. I'm Ronnie. Hello, and I'm Jenny. And we are we're Ronnie, Ronnie, and Ronnie Jenny. And Jenny. <laughs> That's yeah, it. That, the- <laughs> Some of you may have been uh, following us as the Heart and Soul Sisters. In our last season, um, we said that we were going to do a rebrand and we're going to, uh, you know, figure something else out and and we sort of have. but We're not quite ready to announce that yet, right? Right. Um, we're yeah. still in the. Yeah, we're of... still we're still in the process of it. So everything's not final. So we're not going to really address that today. But what we wanted to do is tell you our great news, which is. We finished our book. <laughs> I just, <laughs> wow. I, I can't even, I can't even what really a relief. take it in. Yeah. Oh my word. So we've been together for eight or nine days now, um, mm-hmm. working on the audio version of it. Yes. So we are, um, which was s- a learning experience. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to my miraculous and oh, very patient husband, who my is gosh, our engineer. We, we love you so much, Jim. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, we want to share some information with you, which is, it's going to be called healing begins with us. Mm -hmm. Um, what is it? (laughs) I can't, now I, oh, break this, sorry, breaking the cycle of trauma and abuse. And Rebuilding the, the sibling, sibling Bond. bond. Yeah, I, I remember the Rebuilding the Sibling yes, Bond Yes, because we, cha- we played <laughs> around with words there right at the very end. We, we had a title for a long time. Changed and it so it. many times, though, really. We, we did, talked we about did. different ideas. Yeah. yeah. So, but th- so Healing Begins with Us, Breaking the Cycle of Trauma and Abuse, and Rebuilding the Sibling Bond. So that's it. That's the title. <laughs> and we explored a number of options yes. and decided we're going to self-publish on Amazon. Yes. Yes. And we're going to um, have a book. Uh, an audio version is going to go on Audible, so it's all done. The book is written, the recordings are all done. Now my my poor he- husband, <laughs> <laughs> is after We've, all we put him through already, and, and we listened to the whole thing and we yes. found all the oopsies, right? So it's all so they're all fixed, <laughs> and we fixed the oopsies. <laughs> so we're so he's he's doing all the formatting now to get it ready to meet the specifications for both Amazon and Audible. Mm-hmm. So we're not sure how long that process is going to take. But as soon as it's up there and ready, we certainly, certainly will let you know. Mm -hmm. So we thought today in our first uh, podcast of season three, as Ronnie and Jenny, that we would talk about writing the book. So do you want to start, or do you want me to? Oh wow, launch. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I I will just say that it's it's been it's been another opportunity for self. Discovery and mm-hmm. for um, expanding into that loving acceptance of this is, I mean, the book is obviously not all inclusive and, and it it can only cover a, so we can only talk about so many things. So many things. Yeah. That, I mean, it, and it was, and that was the difficult part is like at times for right. me was, oh my gosh, what do I include? There's so much. I could go down so many different roads and paths of what's brought me to this point so there's so it's a it's a process of elimination what's what's most crucial and what am i comfortable sort of sharing (laughs) right right so how much am i comfortable (laughs) with sharing this you know so right and and then and then bouncing that back off of each other Right. Saying, okay, do you think this is too much? Do you think is, and, you know, or, no, you need to share more. <laughs> right. You know? right. And that's been our process, really. Well, and we've gone through a number of different phases. At first we thought, okay, we should each write a chapter about how we see the other in our relationship. Yes. And then we each need to write our own chapter about what it means, in my case, to be the hero, growing up in our family. What it felt in like. In your yeah, case, to what be it felt scapegoat. like to be the scapegoat and, and mascot, later, yeah. and later the mascot role. So we, so we had those chapters in there, but then we, and then we had these other chapters. We were kind of talking about what we keep calling the arc of our journey, but it's hard. We kept, we we were running into a repetition problem, right? Because we told some stories together, but then from our individual perspective, we might have had some other things about that or feelings about that, that we wanted to share when we were writing individually. And it just it got to be too much. Mm-hmm. So we were going through trying to scrub the repetition and, and uh, struggling with that a bit. And so we were on our third draft <laughs> when I said, um, so, you know, as you all know, I'm an academic and I have written one other book on my own, which is based on my dissertation work. And um, a colleague of mine and a very dear friend, her name is Chris Papp, um, she just is really good. Uh, She has a really good editing eye. Like she can see the manuscript and the pieces. It's like a puzzle. She can put them together. And so I said to you, well, what if we have Chris read it and see what she thinks? Yes. And that was an experience because, um, and this is is true whenever, I think whenever you're a writer, at least for me, like I've written a lot of um, journal articles and things in my academic life. And when you get to the point where you think it's good enough or you, you're hoping it's good enough, you hand it to somebody and say, hey, would you read it, and give me feedback? And the feedback you always want to hear is it's perfect, I wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> and so of course, that's of course, especially since we're on our third bit version of the manuscript, yeah. <laughs> we wanted to hear it's, it's good perfect. enough. Yeah, yeah don't, don't change a thing. <laughs> And she said she said a couple of one of the things was something I had actually said to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're at the point now where we love each other and we see mostly just good things about each other. We don't irritate each other that much, or at least if we do, it's unless we're playing cards. Oh yeah. We're not we're not gonna go there. That was another podcast. Yeah, that's another podcast. Um, But So, so I, and I said to Jenny, when we had the chapters where we're writing about each other, I said, you're awfully nice to me in your (laughs) chapter because I actually was shitty to you a lot when we were younger and you're like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. But you didn't change anything. You didn't put any of that in there. Yeah, I don't like to go there. Oh, yeah, I know. You know. But I know we, ne- we needed to go there. So so, point, so there are a couple yeah. of things that Chris said she wanted to see. She said, first of all, I want to see what your relationship used to be like. Okay, you're talking about how you pulled each other through the recovery process with your parents, you know, making the break with your parents and coming out of denial and all that stuff. But there was a before Yeah, (laughs) there there obviously was another. She wanted more of the before. (laughs) There was probably obviously other dynamics in the relationship before you came together effectively, Mm -hmm. and so I'd like to hear more about that. And then the other thing she said, which is also really good, I think, is um, so okay. So you grew up in these abusive homes, and what we know is these cycles keep in, in an abusive home, and we know the cycles keep repeating. Typically, so how? Yeah, for most people. So how is it that you did not choose abusive partners, for example? How is it that you, you know, what kinds of struggles did you have as parents, especially young parents, trying to break the cycle of abuse? Because all of us who become parents say, when I'm a parent, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to do this. And inevitably we do some of those things. Yeah. Or I'm never going to say X. And the words just fall right out of your mouth or i'm never gonna yell and scream right lose my temper yeah yeah Yeah. so how did you navigate those things so we added a chapter we called building our families about finding our partners and and especially our early attempts to parent effectively and to try to break the cycle so Mm -hmm. so we um so why don't you tell them what the what the heart of the chapters look like because i'm doing a lot of talking well, the format for the book. You're looking at me like I'm like I'm nuts. <laughs> well, well. So we just well, we sat down to try to write together. We're like, mm-hmm. how are we gonna? How we? What are we gonna do? We gonna sit down and dictate to each other? What are we gonna do? So, so we, we sat down. So we got together in the beginning. So that was that was 18 months ago. We met. Yeah. The week of my birthday was it? I think it was. And so yeah. so we we spent five days sitting down and talking about. You know, the first chapter, you know, our dad's favorite question that he used to used to um, yell at us all the time, what the hell's the matter with you? You know, yeah. so that was the first chapter, um, talking about those early years as, as young children. Right. And then we talked about creating the family myth and, um, and our family dynamics and the changes our family of origin went through. Right, with our parents' relationship and and us as kids, and then the next chapter we talked about. That's the next chapter is breaking through the denial. Breaking through the denial as we got older. So the way we did it was really we said, well, you know, we don't have any trouble telling our story when we podcast. So why don't we sit down and just have a conversation? Right. So we just had multiple conversations, and we did that every day for yeah for uh, for those five days, a couple of hours at a time. We do an hour or so, and then we take some breaks because right. you know we had to cry a little bit, and we sometimes we a lot, or a lot, and had to process our emotions as we were revisiting some of this because right. we've tried to not revisit a lot of this and to leave the past in the past because we didn't want to re-victimize or re-traumatize right or just, ourselves. Or just or just, over yeah, those we like, didn't. We don't want to live. We don't want to live there. We want to yeah. live where we are now, right? Um, and focus on now. And when you're going through healing and recovery there's definitely in the early phase you've got to do some reliving yes. of that you know yeah. and we and we both did that yes um and so so the next chapter i forgot where i left off breaking through the denial, breaking through then, the denial cutting then cutting contact the decision to cut content. and we so we talked about that yeah um and then the next the next two two we added so we so we had a separate set of conversations you came to see me a few months ago and we sat mm-hmm. down to do those new chapters so we did another right. set of conversations that are based on those that are the basis of those chapters mm-hmm. and then we have another chapter finding healing finding meaning so what it, yeah. so how do we what did early recovery look like for us mm-hmm. and how have we tried to use our the, the totality of our experience to help other people and then there's the two we still have the two separate chapters Yes, being the hero and being, and being the scapegoat. The scapegoat. Mm-hmm. And again, we sometimes touch on stories we've already told, but just to say, okay, as, as this was happening, this is what I was feeling, this is what I was going through. Yeah, so we focus a lot on And there are a few brief stories to illustrate what was going on. Right. But, but very brief. We we, we it's not lots it, of telling of terrible things. No, we didn't want to do that. Although there are some stories just so you can see what happened you know, yeah. to us. A few. Right. But but we really focused more on what it felt like to be in our bodies, what it felt like to be forced into those roles and the uncertainty, what of not knowing what was coming, right? You know, what what each day would there was a whole lot of upheaval, a whole lot of walking on eggshells and anybody that's grown up with adverse childhood experiences, anybody that's been in abusive relationships or an addicted home can understand, you know, what what that Chronic, constant tension living in fight or flight feels like, so we I think we f- try to focus more on the the feeling yeah of what absolutely. what was going on yeah um and how it and, and the impact that that has had on us through our young adult life right and when building trying to build healthy relationships with our spouses and our children right right, so we so yeah, so it was not um a lot of it was really challenging, right, in terms of when we went back and did that chapter about our, when we were young and focused on the interaction between us when we were young, I did not like doing that because I had to, you know, sort of wrap myself out all over again for being so rotten to you and, and sort of revisit that, which I don't like. You know, like thinking about myself as a person who could do mean things to you. So that wasn't any fun at all. Um, but it was, it's important. I mean, I think if we're going to really try to help siblings... Heal, which is part of what we want to do by sharing our story, is that we have to say, Okay, yeah, we did, and mostly me, right? Do rotten things to you, um, as since you were the scapegoat, um, and just say it's possible to come back from that. Absolutely, you know, it's possible to come back from that. So, when both members, both people in a relationship want to make that relationship healthier, are aware and are actively working on being more loving, more present, more compassionate you know, it is going to be a success yeah. because you both want that. That is, that is a, an ideal, a priority, yeah. and, and you make it work. Yeah. And you can, I, I think you and I are just really good examples of you can come back from anything. Yeah. You really can. But I mean, if you're willing to forgive and and heal and work on it, right? I mean, it and it takes two because we make the point that you know we have a wonderful relationship now. We have absolutely no relationship with our brother, yeah. And we reached out to him and tried to, you know, tried to bring him along, and he wasn't interested. Yeah. So it does, as you said, it takes two people. So that's a big piece of what we do in the final chapter. We kind of pull things together and say, "Okay, if you're somebody who's just figuring out or at the beginning of um, thinking, wow, I I have a lot of similarities in my background to you in terms of trauma. What do you do, right? What's what does the beginning mm-hmm. part of the recovery feel like? Um, how, how do how do things change along the way? Uh, how do, how do you get to the place where it doesn't? doesn't consume you all the time exactly it doesn't drain your energy or yeah and it doesn't and you don't feel like it's your definition i mean it will always define us in that it's our experience and we can't change that right but it's not we're not walking around like oh poor me not at all um you know look what terrible things happened to me not at all you know we don't we don't live in that space not at all and and we and we are in that place of you know, once you get past that the un- unwrapping, unpacking all of the past trauma, and then okay, who am I right. really? If 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 we if we could erase all this stuff, take set all this stuff aside, who am I really without all of these forced roles and yeah. and you know, and created um trauma or or identity that that was not that wasn't me. That was handed to me, right? right? Um, so, really, part of the book is also focusing on how we have attempted individually and together helping each other reclaim our own identity of who is Ronnie, who is Jenny. Yeah, if you I'm know, not really the hero. at the heart of me. Yeah, if yeah. I'm not the hero, who am I? Yeah. yeah. So it's um, it's been a it's been a long thirty years. <laughs> Almost, I can't believe it's it. coming up. It's on been that. that long, but yeah it's been just such a such a amazing journey to have you as a partner and um and the support that we've been to each other and to each other's families right has been just a tremendous blessing yeah and, and even with all the the you know crying and and uh, we've eaten our fair share cookie, of sugar this Cookie week. and chocolate <laughs> chocolate uh, consumption. Um, yes, to, to try to, you know, kind of as we move through it and reprocess it. But uh, we've also, done yoga, we've done meditation, and we've gone on long walks we too. We have. We have. <laughs> we've but, used it all. Yes. All the but, skills. <laughs> but I was going to say that we, um, we have learned some things. Yeah. Right? As we're telling it again, you go, oh, you know, I never thought of it that way. And we kind of left that in the book yeah when you said oh i guess there's sometimes i'm thinking of a particular time when you were telling me something and i was talking i said yeah but mom and dad did this you're like yeah yeah no that was for you i was like oh okay yeah you're right so we want like we had little aha moments in retelling our story putting we things did. together differently we and we we left that in there so people could see that there is always more to learn right right there's always more to, to integrate and to Process and, and not that you have to go back and dig through it constantly to try to make that happen, but it just happens along the way. It does. It, through your life experiences, mm-hmm. and you start to put things in, in a different perspective and, um, you know, the sting lessons of, of a particular memory or whatever. So, um, so there, there's a, there was a lot for us that we, we, got, we got a lot out of writing this book. We did. And we hope that people get a lot out of reading it. We hope that was our our greatest my greatest wish, our greatest wish was that this would be a book that would help others to heal. Yeah. Find, absolutely. find their find a a more full loving acceptance of themselves including their past and and find healing in their sibling relationships, right? That's the, that's the piece that we think most recovery literature doesn't really touch on, right? And so that's what we really wanted to focus on because we think that I mean, it's not like we're the only people to have experienced childhood trauma and recovered from it. Thousands of people do that every day. Millions of people do that. But there's not a lot of attention on the sibling relationship and how to make that better. And how much that has helped us, we say in the book, how much that has helped us accelerate our healing process and also reclaim who we really are at the core Right. Having somebody to validate you, to share things with, um, let, say you're not crazy, because one of the things that growing up the way we did will uh, ingrain in you is there's nothing wrong here. And if you think that there is, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So having somebody say, no, no, it really was bad. Yeah. Nope, that really did happen. Having that validation is, a, so is important. just a, yeah, so important. Absolutely. A great gift. So... So we're very excited to put this out there in the world, and we're hoping to I'm be sure. able to tell you shortly that um, it's uh, it's ready to go and how you can get it. So thank you for sticking with us. Absolutely. Thank you for your, your following and your support. And we wish you so much love and light and many, many blessings.